welcome to the struggling hunters uh here we are for another episode episode 63 if you guys end up liking this episode consider giving us a subscribe and a like give us a little bit of engagement we'd really appreciate it uh i always say it but it's cringy whenever i ask for it but we're also trying to grow so help us out uh with that said i think we got a pretty good show tonight we're just gonna uh kind of have fun with it and and have a good time with that said we'll get right into it and uh joe how was your weekend what'd you do <laughs> weekend was pretty good uh it was uh i don't know what you want to call lazy i wouldn't necessarily call it lazy weekend um but we did go camping um i guess it was a bit of an overlanding uh camping weekend which is kind of the first time i've actually truly probably truly done an overlanding camp but you know so basically car camped okay and uh, and had one destination and went to another destination you know like so friday night we had tried to get somewhere before dark which did not work out as well as we wanted to <laughs> traffic getting out of salt lake sucked we mm. were we were about an hour and a half or maybe two to get an hour and I think it was an hour and a half to get out of Salt Lake. And, uh, we tried to play the game. Like we, we caught, we read one of the overhead signs and it was like, Oh, uh, major delay on I 15 at mile marker, whatever. And so we got on like, Oh man, we got to go right past that. And we, we, maybe we'll go this other way. So we go this other way (laughs) down Redwood and like, Oh, it wasn't any better. Like it, it was, <laughs> you know, like it's kind of a major throughway, through fur away, I guess. But you know, with stoplights and everyone, and it's the weekend. Everyone's using it, and holy cow! By the time we're getting out of the cities, about the time we thought we'd be uh, setting up camp. <laughs> um, but so. But it was kind of, you know, it it had its benefits. Uh, By that meaning, I guess there's always a silver, silver lining. Uh, So we get up to, to where we wanted to camp. And we, so we met up with Jen's mom and dad at the bottom of the, bottom of the hill. And, uh, and we turned off, went up the duck, went went up, up the road and, uh, and we're trying to find a camp spot, turned down. One road went down a little bit and drove right into a, a herd of elk that was like bedded up on this ridge top. Oh, so, nice! Yeah, so that was kind of nice, you know, to to drive into elk <laughs> for sure. Uh, and that was, you know, it was, it was it was a little it was a it was, a, it was night, but it was nice. And then turned around, went and found a camp spot, and we used our. I think we I mentioned it earlier in another podcast but we bought a tent that connects to our explorer so you can open the hatch and uh it connects the tent connects to your your suv i guess or whatever you have and then you can we slept inside the 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 explorer and then put all our gear and stuff inside the tent and uh that worked that uh, it's actually kind of slick kind of smooth um, in a way, because it kind of was nice because our bed was away, you know, like out of the tent, you know, if you would. Mm-hmm. And so, like, our 
or we had the tent is more or less like a changing area and it was tall enough to stand in. So that way, you know, like getting ready for bed, you had room to move around and do whatever you wanted. And, and then, you know, just hopped up in bed and we had an, well, we had an air mattress that fit between the wheel wells there and the explorer and slept on that. And we actually really slept really good. Um, in the past we had, had like foam mattresses or foam padding that we, that we would use to sleep on. And both of us were talking we're like, man, we usually like would, uh, wake up with hot spots <laughs> mm. <laughs> where you have to roll over and stuff. Yeah. And this time we're like, man, slept pretty good. You know, I didn't feel like you had to, to move. <laughs> so we had two really good nights sleep, which was, you know, not, not, uh, well, me and you have been getting better and better about our night sleep sleeping situation since we first hunted. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that is true. When we first started uh, hunting together, it was sleeping in the cab of the pickup or, so, you know, always something kind of funky or goofy or trying to figure out a way to stay warm. But definitely after I know for me, after getting those cots and getting that canvas tent, it's uh, been a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Uh, so that, I need it. So I'll probably at some point probably end up with the canvas tent. But. um, But, yeah, the cots that those were a huge game changer for hunting. Yeah. Especially if you're coming back to the truck every night, like that's, it was nice to be up off the ground and like not worry about, or even not, you know, just getting out of bed off the floor, you know, you're not getting off the floor in the morning or anything or sleeping in a weird position in, in your truck. <laughs> oh, you're a hundred percent right. I mean, I remember, uh, well, it, it just seems like it never fails whenever you're sleeping on the ground. And uh, you find the spot that you want to lay your tent out, and you're like, yeah, this looks nice and flat, nice and clear. And you always right. end up finding that rock right in the middle of your back. Right. <laughs> Never fails. So getting getting off the ground in a cot is is definitely a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. So our camping experience was was pretty decent, and. uh and so what we did was, so for those listening, we did the Skyline Trail and, uh, or Skyline Road. We went, you know, from Spanish Fork Canyon down, we went down into Ephraim, which was a pretty drive. There's some, you know, if we ever get together and you want to spend some, you know, with, I guess with your family doing, a, you could, you could do it. And, you, you know, I did it in my Explorer, so in your truck or whatever, it was it was a pretty drive. Was, I wasn't expecting like the big, big valleys that you'd see up in there. Mm. Kept expecting to see some like moose and bear because of, you know, like we were so high elevation and the, and the valleys were so big. You're like, nah, I'm sure there's something in there. I'm just not seeing it. <laughs> yeah. There's still some, uh, icebergs if, or what glaciers, I guess <laughs> from the leftover from the, from the winter, some snow banks still melting off, which was surprising. That's what uh, kind of ended our trip a little shorter was we ran into a nice bank and or snow bank. Instead of trying to find a way around it, we just turned around and went down Manti Canyon. And that's, you know, it was kind of one of those things. It was almost like an ah shucks thing because that's where me and Jen met was down there in, in Manti at Snow College. So 
we were kind of like, well, oh, well, you know, go down and reminisce for a little bit. So, yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. So, so we ended up, I guess, kind of tell the rest of the story. So Jen's parents, they live out there in Grand Junction. Uh, We ended up camping down on the east side of the mountain Sunday night. And uh, they just, since they were on that side of the mountain, they just uh, took off and went home from there. So that way they didn't have to like cross over the top of the mountain and then go back up or down and around I-70 or whichever. So it was, they just went up through like Castle Dell and stuff back in the price and mm. back, back up towards Green uh, Green River and then home. But, but it was, yeah, it was a, it was a nice little, little drive. The only thing I'd do different was probably a little bit later in the year just so that way all the snow would be melted off and you wouldn't have any ice ice snow banks to worry about. Yeah, that that's kind of shocking to me cuz for as hot as it's been down over here in junk in uh, Colorado uh yeah, you kind of just assume that everything's melted off by now cuz it's been so hot around here. Well, right. I think it's been hot everywhere, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I do. And I, I kind of expected, that's kind of why we planned it this for this time of year. We kind of thought maybe it'd be a little more melted than it was, but another month or, or so would, would have, uh, would have probably finished it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but that was my weekend. It was fun. It was, well, it was kind of, it's kind of nice too doing that overland style like that because like you know how sometimes you go camping and you're like oh I want to go to for a hike and hike up that big old hill and then you you know you wear yourself out and you're like yeah you enjoyed it but you wore yourself out but doing like an overlanding one like that it was kind of kind of nice because you well you got tired of driving maybe but you know you didn't physically wear yourself out right kind of more of just a relaxing enjoyable weekend and yeah. Yeah, and enjoy the enjoy the scenery. Like you know, that was it was really nice seeing some of those the, some of those valleys. They're something to look at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. They saw elk too. Yeah. So I hope that's a good sign. It was now, and I know. So we talked about last week about like the drought and whatnot. You know, like we're kind of experiencing and being up that high. I was surprised at how green it still is. Like, you know, I'm, of course we got another 50 days ish until the hunt starts and a lot can happen between now and then, but it, you know, like it, there were still a lot of creeks that were flowing. Some I, I drove past were dry that, you know, like this is my first time past them driving past some of these creeks, but they were dried up and some of them weren't. And there was still a lot of, you know, like, I don't know if they were fl- uh fold to capacity for the, the time of year that they are, like maybe they should be fuller, but you know, there's still water running. So like, it still gave me some hope that maybe by, by the hunt that, um, we'll be looking okay. It won't be totally dry out there. Right. Yeah. That'll be, that. that's a really good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I'm hoping for, but Well, that's cool, man. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a really good weekend. Yeah, it was. Well-deserved. 
Yeah, everybody needs a little bit of those, huh? And it's yeah. always a good weekend. It's always an extra good weekend whenever you actually get good sleep. Yeah. Well, that was a funny thing, too, is like, you know, we got up and everyone's like asking how they slept and stuff. And like, so Saturday morning, and I was like, oh, I slept pretty good. And I was like, it was kind of odd because like, I felt like I slept deeply, you know, like I felt like I got some good, good, deep sleep. But I'd kept kind of kept waking up like I woke up three, four times maybe during the night and I was out so hard that I, I felt like the sun should be coming up. You know, like it was like one of those like waking up for the first time because it's morning. Yeah. And I was like, OK, I opened my eyes like, oh, it's still dark. <laughs> yeah, I hate it whenever that happens, because sometimes. I'll wake up real early like that. And I'm like, Oh, it's only three in the morning. I get another couple hours of sleep, but I feel wide awake right now. And then, and then whenever yeah. I wake up at five though, or whatever, whatever time I need to wake up, then I'm like, Oh, I'm still tired, but it's weird. Cause at three o'clock I felt so awake and alive, ready to go. Right. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. It's happened to me a few times too, but yeah, I didn't, man, I didn't really do a whole lot as far as like outdoor stuff this weekend. Just been kind of trying to do a little bit of landscaping around the house. And, uh, oh, actually, I take that back. I did do one thing. I made this little uh, target stand for my for my archery. Okay. So I could put uh, two of those bigger targets. The, I think they're, I can't remember exactly how wide. I think they're 30 inches wide. Maybe they're 28 inches wide. I can't remember exactly now, but, but anyways, those, and then those targets that are a little wider, about 30 inches or whatever. Um, and then I only have one target right now, but I'm going to buy another one for, to put, to hang off the top of the stand. So it's like a two target stand. And um, when I get it all done and then I'm, I'm going to work on doing like a, going to build like a backboard so if there happens to be a flyer hopefully nobody misses too much off of that but if there happens to be a a bit of a flyer it'll just hit the backboard and probably break the arrow or maybe it'll go through i don't know but anyway the point is is trying to uh engineer it so so we take out uh so we don't go into the neighbor's yards (laughs) Made that mistake a couple times, or there are two flyers that went over to the neighbor's yard, and I'm like, uh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. So, though it wasn't me that went over, but I've been, so I've been trying to figure out a way to engineer my targets so they I can eliminate that possibility the best I can, anyway. So as long as there's no crazy flyers, like no somebody doesn't completely doesn't aim. It'll hit if they miss the target though by a little bit or whatever. It'll just hit the backboard and and uh, stay there. So that's yeah. kind of the goal. So I'm still working on it, I guess, a little bit. And it's not the prettiest. I had these old. Uh, they're like three by three posts, but they're all war. They were all warped and kind of bent, and you know. So I tried to like cut off the straightest ones that I could, but it was still a little bit of a nightmare. I mean, it looks all right. You know, I think I, I feel like I did an all right job or whatever, putting it together, but, but, uh, yeah, there's a few 
it, it, it's a little twisted and bent, but I made, I did the best I could. I figured, I figured it was my prototype. And right. later on down the road, whenever lumber prices decide to go back down a little bit, right. I'll get some actual, uh, uh, four by fours and, and, uh, kind of make, you know, make one that looks a little nicer and, and do yeah. it that way. So, yeah, but, let's, let's think, it's, it sounds like it's a good opportunity to figure out what you want to, instead yeah. of like dropping coin on something and then being like, well, it's not really how I want it to be hung. So it, now I'll scrap that. And exactly. I, I, and, and I, I had those posts there and I was like, I just was like, I'll, I'll use them, you know, and, and uh, see what I can come up with. And like I said, it kind of turned, I mean, it turned out all right. It, it doesn't look bad by any means, but, um, but yeah, I mean, later on, I'll make one that, that looks a little nicer, but it's cool. I mean, I guess I could kind of do it. I should have probably thought of that. So I have it where it stands up where it could hold two targets high, okay. but I could probably make one to where you could just hang like, hang two targets side by side too. I don't know. I'll think about that, but it's, it was kind of fun. You know, it didn't really take that long to put together and it, it didn't really cost me any money either. Besides I got to get another target for the top side, but, um, Oh, and it, that backboard too, to, or I was going to get like a, I don't know, half inch to three quarter inch, uh, piece of plywood to kind of nail back there. And for the, so it doesn't fly into the neighbor's yard. Gotcha. It's probably, it's probably so immature to say, to be like, Oh yeah, I'm shooting it. But I don't know. I mean, I didn't ever think that I'd get a flyer like that. I'm like, surely, you know, cause we're only shooting. Well, I backed it up a little bit and we're about, we're, we're, we're about 13 yards. Well, no, we could go about 14 yards, I guess, off the edge of the concrete. And the furthest is probably give or take about 20 yards, but that's right up against my fence. Point is, is before we were probably like nine to 10 yards from the target. So when we were doing that, when we've, cause you know, we, we've, we've all been kind of getting bows this year and stuff. So whenever those flyers, I didn't think that they're, you know, I'm like, surely there's, you know, 30 by 30 target. 30 inches by 30 inch target like who's gonna miss and sure enough my my kid ended up missing and my wife missed one and i'm like well i guess you can miss so <laughs> so ever since then i've been um I'm, I'm trying to think of the right word for it but um but yeah i've been trying to like okay how can i do this where we can still have fun in the backyard but not have any of these flyers that go to the neighbor's yard right Cause I don't know. I don't know if, uh, oh man, I'm, I'm kind of being way too transparent here, but I don't know if, um, I, I don't know. He hasn't said nothing to me, but that's the thing is my neighbor always talks to me. And ever since that happened, he hasn't really said too much to me. So I'm like, I don't know if he's mad at me or what. And he just hasn't said nothing to me about the arrows, but so I'm like, he might've found them. It was like, what the heck, you know? So I'm like, well, I don't know. I think I, we, cause we used to talk all the time and I, ever since that happened, he hasn't really said a whole lot to me. So I'm like, I don't know if he's mad at me or not. <laughs> so, uh. 
but I don't know, man. I'm just having fun, you know? So, yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to make it safe. You got to give me a break. <laughs> Do you want a Kit Kat bar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, to get to the point though, is I, I got that and, and, uh, um, yeah, I haven't been shooting my arrow much just cause, or my bow very much. Cause, uh, I turned my, my poundage up and I just have the youth target and I'm like, well, my, my arrows probably go right through that youth target. So I haven't been shooting for the last couple weekends, but I'm going to, I'm going to buy a, one of those, um, blackout targets that my, my bow can handle and, and, uh, try that and start getting some work in again. But, but yeah, just trying to stay with that and, and, uh, do the thing. Oh, I did a, I did a D loop on my wife's bow a while back or like a, like last week. And uh, I was kind of impressed. I mean, you know, got it done. So I'm trying to yeah. learn that. I'm trying to learn that stuff too, you know. So not only could I do like field upgrades or whatever if I need to, but also um, saves time. You know, you learn how to do it yourself. It just saves time to instead of right. taking it into the the shop and having them do everything for you, just do it yourself. So I've been trying to learn that. Um, yeah. And then. Yeah, I don't know. That's about it. Planning on, like I said, we're doing a little bit of landscaping around the house. I've been kind of busy with that. And uh, I don't know. This weekend, I'm hoping to go fishing. But uh, yeah, I like I said, I don't really have much as far as outdoor stuff. But um, I did tonight. I bought uh, I bought a couple broadheads. So I'm kind of excited for that. I'm trying to remember the name. I'll look it up real quick because I can't remember the. I had it and then I forgot it as soon as the podcast started. Well, not as soon, but as soon as I started talking about it. I, what was that broadhead again? But uh, I think I, uh, I think I closed out my page that I had. The broadhead that you were using, did you buy the ones that? Uh, that yeah, you were the, about? the wasp, wasp archery oh. hammer SSTs, hundred twenty-five grain. Man, they're expensive though. Thirty-five bucks for just three of those little bad boys. Right, I think that's the kind of the going rate though. Roughly is three for thirty-five. You're like almost ten, ten, eleven bucks a piece. Yeah. Well, just kind of being new to the archery world though, it's, it gets expensive quick. So, but I, I was watching some YouTube videos and, and there was a couple videos that, uh, there was one where they shot, they were testing the broadheads and they shot some metal and like the broadhead broke, Eh, you know, but, um, but they also shot metal, like a piece of piece of, uh, flashing or something, you know, and, so I was like, well, yeah, that's flash. I mean, I guess you could represent it as bone or something, but, um, but yeah, the but- one thing, the the one thing that they were talking about these wasp, um, these wasp, uh, uh, broadheads is, is how well they fly. And that's, oh. and, and they're like, you know, they fly really good. And, and like I said, that one review video that I watched, 
the blade one of the blades did break but i was like well for as good as they fly though it's kind of it's kind of like you know kind of a bit of a juggle i mean yeah that that blade broke but you're also testing them to try to make them break to see how strong they are and right you know you got i mean you got to kind of consider all things and and uh this one this one in particular has four and a half stars so i mean i don't know we'll see what what happens but I'm just trying to get prepped up, get ready for the, for the big hunt. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully it goes down good. Right. It's going to, it will. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then I got, I got, I did uh, get some more. Oh, I got lighted knocks. That's what I was going to try lighted knocks. Okay. For, um, for, well, especially whenever I go hunt, I'm, I'm obviously going to try few of them for uh for just shooting them see what they look right. like and stuff but but uh i figure for hunting and stuff it might might help you know might benefit a little bit if i do if i do get fortunate enough to get an elk down I, maybe the lighted knock will kind of give me a hint of where he decide to lay down at right so yeah you know and that's oh god trying to understand it's funny like how much hunting is uh god what's the word like a lot of it is your own interpretation of uh what's gonna happen or what you want to see happen and trying to under comprehend what's going to happen but yeah yeah it's uh i don't know it's you're right. Like the in, in anticipation of it all. Yeah. Trying to prepare for all things. And and I'm going to get out there and either something will go wrong or I won't have something that I'm like, Oh, I need that. You know, I'm sure that that happens every year. Usually, usually it's back at camp whenever I'm looking around going, I need to buy one of the, I can't think of a good example right now, but I do it every year where I'm like, you know, ah, it's a little colder this year. Maybe I need to buy a bigger coat or, you know, something, something like that. And I'm sure with archery or having this bow, I'm going to think of all these things. I would, I wouldn't mind. uh, And I know they have a cut or there's a couple of them out there, like a couple different companies that do it, but uh, have, have like a, a hanger attached to your pack for your bow that, Um, but you can like quickly, quickly take it off i off the top of my head i can't remember the company that was i i saw like an advertisement and i'm like oh i need that and then i forgot about it but but it does seem kind of convenient i don't know how well it is but it seems kind of convenient to just be able to hit a button to release it or whatever and grab your bow real quick and get ready but you don't have to hold it in your hand all day long either you know yeah so i mean i could you know i know technically i could strap it to my to my pack but it's like a a holder that attaches to your pack or your hip but you can you can like walk around and you know but it it can come off real easy seems kind of kind of intriguing at least but that's how all those things go i see something like that and i'm like oh i gotta have that (laughs) but and then uh yeah so 
So yeah, just trying to get set up for the hunt and I'm hoping to go do that 3D target shoot again, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, weekends, uh, see, see where that goes, but uh, try to prep up for that and uh, still trying to work out, but I got to get my diet in shape. I've been, I've been, I've been horrible with my diet, you know, still working out, but uh, probably not as, probably not working out as much as I should be, but but it's my diet. You just can't outwork a bad diet. So true. Got to work on that, but I'm really trying to prep. I, I think I kind of mentioned it earlier before we started the podcast, but I really want to dial in my working out and my, my, uh, my diet. Cause I'm really planning on this year for the hunt. My goal is, is to, to, track more more distant or more miles than i ever had before now i mean hopefully i'm not taking my bow for a walk and i get a reward for this but i'm really gonna work on trying to track more more miles than than ever before i mean if i get lucky and i walk one mile and get my elk i'll be happy with that and be a different story ultimate goal is is i don't want to I don't want to walk myself to death. That's not what it's about. I want to get an elk, but, but, uh, I definitely want to put in the work, but I mean, it will be a little easier cause I'll have a whole month to hunt. So I'll have, I have plenty of time to work, to walk more than, than in years past, but, right. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the goal that and, uh, practicing my, my read calling. I actually, uh, speaking of, I was at Cabela's this weekend and uh, what was I doing there? I was up to no good there for some reason. Oh, I went and checked out the ammo. That's what it was. And I got some ammo. I was going to bring that up too, but I'll finish this story. Uh, I bought the Rocky mountain, uh, uh, Rocky Jacobson uh, elk uh, signature series elk read. I was like, well, uh, listen to it. Or Joe, put me on a podcast with him last weekend and and uh and i listened to it and and anyways i just happened to walk by it and i I saw it and i was like you know what i think i will and uh (laughs) so i went ahead and picked it up and played with that a little bit and so i'm excited to work with the read and gonna try to start working with that quite a bit this you know for the next month and a half or whatever try to get pretty competent behind the read and uh, work with it or do that thing. And then last but not least, uh, yeah, I bought some ammo, uh, but they only had, oh, if I had a 308, I really wish I had a 308 because they had 308 shells everywhere. But oh, they didn't really? have, yeah, yeah. But they didn't have 30 out six. They didn't have 270. They didn't have, um, I'm kind of naming all my calories. They didn't have 22. They didn't have 45. They didn't have nine millimeter. They didn't have any of those, but they had they had a 308, ton of 308. I was really surprised. Huh. Uh, I would have thought that 308 would have been gone, but they had a ton of it. Um, huh. And then I bought some. I messed up. I haven't really looked at my 17 HMR ammo for a while. Yeah. But they had 17 ammo there. So I picked it up, and it was uh, – I might get this wrong, but I just, I want to say that it was 17 HM huh? and there was no R to it. So whenever I brought it home, I looked at 
my old set because I was just like I'm I'm buying ammo to buy ammo, right? That that was right. my goal. And I looked at I looked at my my other shells that go to my little 17 HMR, and and the the 17s that I bought were about a quarter of an inch shorter than oh, really. Yeah, so I bought the wrong ammo. Long story short, so now I'm like, do I try to take it back or do I keep it and try to buy another 17? <laughs> right you know later on down the road just keep that ammo and at least i'll have some ammo for it so anyway yeah so uh went and bought ammo and i messed it up so <laughs> talk about being the struggling hunters huh <laughs> right uh if it's not one thing it's another oh <laughs> uh, exactly exactly so and then uh then i forgot that i did so much around the outdoors but that I actually went over to, uh, so I bought the 17 ammo at Cabela's. And then I went over to sportsman's to see what they had for ammo. And they didn't, I didn't buy any ammo there. They didn't have much there, but while I was there, I went ahead and got my fishing license. I should have done that in the beginning. Whenever I bought my hunting license, I should have got my fishing license. I think it would have saved me a little money. Anyway, long story short, I, I bought my fishing license. So that's pretty much, uh, yeah, my story for the weekend, but um, spent some time over in my two favorite places. <laughs> well, good. That's good to hear. It's always fun to be able to do that. I, I, I guess I have one more thing. So I was over at Cabela's and I didn't really look too long, but I got that little boat, right? But there's no yeah. seats for it or benches for it. And, uh, or, well, there's benches for it, but there's no seats. So I was like, well, you know, I'll see what they have for seats. And they have a ton of seats there. But I'm thinking like, you know, they're like 40, 50 bucks, you know, in my head, you know, that's what the value is to me in my head. Man, those things are like 120. You know, there was a couple that were a little cheaper, but I don't think any of them were under 50 bucks. I think they were all over 50 bucks. But the the nice ones, you know, I'm looking at the the cheaper ones compared to the the other ones. And I'm like, yeah. I want the nice ones because they look way more comfortable. So I don't know what I'm going to do, but I, I only have to buy a couple, I think. So it won't be too bad, but I was wanting to, you know, buy a couple seats. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe we'll just tough it out and just ride on the, the little benches that's in the boat. <laughs> and I'm still hunting for what, for a trailer. I still haven't been able to find a trailer, uh-huh. but I haven't really looked too hard either, but I'm just been kind of looking around just, glancing around trying to see if i could come up with something yeah <sighs> yeah i think that's pretty much it as far as well, as far as hunting yeah. stuff i was gonna say if you have have anything else so we might might as well just maybe just wrap it on up yeah go ahead go ahead and get us out of here <laughs> but yeah so hopefully you guys appreciated our stories tonight uh I don't know if you, hopefully you felt a little bit of a different, uh, I don't know if monologue is the right word, but a different presentation of how we went about this uh, podcast tonight. Um, If you liked the way that it went, let us know. If you didn't, let us know. Um, Either way, we would like to know because we are those type of people that like to know. We think we like to know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Until you start saying all that mean stuff, then we don't want to know anymore. 
Right. <laughs> I, I bruise easy. But um, you, yeah, I, I wanted to interject there though. Yeah. Like uh, I feel like tonight might've been a little bit clunky cause we're just trying a different style and we're going to try to work with it a little bit where it's more just kicking back and kind of talking about a little of everything instead of uh, trying to always spit knowledge. We're just kind of doing more of a kickback style. If, you kind of caught on to it anyways i feel like maybe this one was a little bit rough but we're just kind of working out the kinks and trying to figure it out where we're going so uh yeah that was my two cents on the on it well that's about what it's worth um (laughs) (laughs) ouch (laughs) (laughs) but anyways guys i appreciate you uh, spending your time with us hopefully uh you've you find find some value in it. We we didn't waste too much of your time. Uh, but with that said, like, subscribe, and uh, we'll catch you guys again. We'll hopefully have some more stories or something to share with you. And uh, keep pushing through the struggles. Take care, guys. Later.